The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Do your job, you'll dominate this king. You yeah. make, go have some fun and put on a show, you got me? It's Friday night, and it's time for the High School Huddle, featuring Morgan Aylers, a preview of high school football action from across eastern North Carolina. Now, from the Pirate Radio studios in Uptown Greenville, here's Morgan Aylers. Good evening and welcome inside the Friday Night High School Huddle. High school football season, it is here. We are going to be previewing uh, the exciting action that you'll be seeing this fall coming up here tonight on the High School Huddle. We'll be looking at uh, some of the area teams, including Farmville Central, Aiden Grifton, Washington, South Central, J.H. Rose, D.H. Conley, and North Pitt as well. We'll be talking with some of the coaches, uh, members of the media that are going to be covering it this fall as we preview high school football right here inside the High High School Huddle. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle for a new exciting high school football season. I'm Morgan Anglers. Thanks so much for joining us here this evening. Before we get going here in the first quarter, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors that will be helping us out this year. Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill in Greenville and in Winterville. We appreciate Bram Anderson and his staff for their sponsorship again this year as well. As CD's Grill on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Make sure you go by and see Lawrence Manning and his staff. CD's Grill open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. Angus Grill, three locations in Greenville. Uh, make sure you go by and check out Jeff Kwan, his staff at the Angus Grill. Uh, they do a great job with burgers, fries, and much more. And then, of course, our other sponsor this year, Greenville Auto World. We've got uh, Tim Sutton and uh, Jay's out there. They do such a great job with used cars and service. We'll tell you more about that as the evening wears on. But we thank them for making this high school huddle possible here tonight. We've got a uh, great show coming up. We'll be previewing Farmville Central, Aiden Grifton, Washington, North Pitt, uh, South Central, J.H. Rose, and D.H. Conley as they uh, are in the endowment games weeks, the scrimmages weeks, the jamboree week uh, prior to the kickoff next Friday night of the regular season. The Eastern Plains Conference, they had their uh, media day the other day. The preseason poll is out, and the Washington Pack is picked by the media and by coaches to be the uh, top seed in that Eastern Plains Conference, followed by West Craven at number two, Southwest Edgecombe number three, Green Central is picked to finish fourth, North Pitt with new head coach C.J. Wilson in five, Farmville Central six, and Aiden Grifton seven. That is the preseason poll for the Eastern Plains Conference. The second-year head coach for the Farmville Central Jaguars is Coach Ron Cook, and he joins us now inside the huddle. And Coach, we appreciate it. It's hard to believe that uh, this is your going into your second season at Farmville Central and uh, we were talking last year how you really tried to start instilling your culture and your philosophy with the Jaguars and it was going to take a little while. A year into the program, uh, where are you at right now with your team and in the community? Uh, We're definitely in a much better place at this point uh, compared to last year and I I think that's just evident in uh, a couple tangible things um, like, well, our numbers, number one, our, our staff did a good job recruiting the hallways, uh, getting out to the middle school. I met with those guys in the middle school in, um, back in February and, and had them very involved in the off season. And, and, you know, right now we have a JV team for the first time in, I think, over a decade. Uh, we have about 61 players on the roster right now. And I've even had, um, 
two guys that are contact or parents contact me today about you know players uh, about guys moving into there and just uh, or coming to the school and rolling school and wanting to be on the team. So I think that speaks volumes. Um, support in the community is still uh, you know pretty strong and, and going very well. We got a lot of people that. that don't even have kids on the team right now that help support us, you know, providing waters and snacks for the kids uh, after, you know, for them to have throughout camp and things like that. So uh, I definitely believe we're in a much better place. We're a lot more experienced team, not just on the field, but overall, like you mentioned, uh, as far as culture-wise and knowing the expectations. Uh, obviously, we're not uh, perfect, not where you know, I believe we can be yet, but it's definitely heading the right way. When you're talking about Farmville Central over the years, you've had uh, Coach Dixon Sauls. You know he was so successful there for many, many years, and that that is a community that that really thrives off the athletic program at Farmville Central High School. Coach Williford does such a great job with basketball over the years, and uh, you bringing the football program back to prominence again means so much to the community. Absolutely, and it, and it also, uh, and you just reminded me. Uh, it goes a long way that right now we have we've we've added and uh, since the spring five maybe five basketball players three of which are varsity starters uh, for the basketball team that are, are now playing football with us that didn't play last year and those guys will have a huge impact um, you know on, on the team you know, and with us this year they they will have they will all be playing major roles in uh, you know on, on the in the program. Let's talk uh, about this year's squad, Coach. Last year, you finished 2-8, and 0-6 in the conference, and you talk about uh, the additions of the, the numbers, just the sheer numbers in your program now. Let's talk about the Jags on offense. What can we expect this year? I know you got several returning players coming back before you open up next week against North Johnston. Yes, uh, so we're going to look uh, – well, offensively, scheme-wise, we're still the same. Um, where we our, our models be fast, physical, finish everything we do in our programming – Especially on offense, we don't huddle, um, and we want to we want to play as fast as possible. Uh, this year, one of our objectives is to be able to uh, get seventy, you know, at least seventy snaps in the game. You know, we you know, we want to be the best conditioned team offensively and defensively, you know, and weekend every Friday, weekend and week out. Um, so we got a lot more guys, you know, coming back with experience this year as compared to last year, where we had to play guys due to the low numbers. That is either first time playing varsity football or first time playing football period in high school. Um, so, a couple of those guys uh, have stepped up. Um, just that would help us a lot better. And we have, uh, I think we have a bunch of weapons, a lot more weapons on offense this year. Uh, you know, Brandon Knight was was you know very productive for us last year. You know, was the most productive, you know, stat wise. Um, but this year, you know, he'll be just as good in uh, in a different position for us and. You know, he'll be running back for us this year. Our quarterback uh, from, from from now here on out is uh, Landon Barnes, and he's had a great off season. He's having a great camp, and uh, you know we got a couple guys in skill positions that you know people will you start learning of and uh, noticing this year um, as far as uh, you know making plays for us and being productive. Especially, I think we got a little more speed this year overall too, offensively. From a defensive standpoint, the numbers game you mentioned that you don't have to play guys necessarily both ways all the time. So by the fourth quarter, they're pretty much gassed, regardless of how, of how great a condition they're in. You, know, you the human body can only do so much, but that's got to be a, a big benefit to you as well. Absolutely, and that's one of our goals. Uh, another one of our objectives when I uh, came in 
to be able to platoon as much as possible. And we're, we're getting, you know, we were able to do that to a certain extent, uh, lesser extent last season. Uh, this year, we're getting a lot, you know, closer to that that objective and in, in, of having, you know, 22 guys that you know playing one way or at least, you know, it may not be 22. We don't, you know, we're not in college, but you know, having at least no more than three, maybe four guys that have to go both ways. And right now, the big my goal and the biggest part of that every time is first and foremost to not have any linemen go both ways if, if at all possible. And we're just about there right now as far as the offense defensive line. We got you know our starters on those lines going. They're playing one way for the most part. Talking with head coach Ron Cook of the Farmville Central Jaguars football team. And coach, when you're you're looking at this season coming up, talk about your goals as far as team, personal, and overall objective. Uh, well, I, I, team, I guess uh, our team goal or uh, objectives, like we said, is just to uh, – I tell the team all the time we break our season down in four parts. First part, and we want to win each part and focus on the part at hand. And we're in the first part right now. I guess you can say the first quarter of that right now, which is our preseason. Do a great job in the weight room and practice and in our preseason camp, which they have been doing. We're a lot better in the weight room now than we were a year ago because we had a really good off season and summer workouts. Um, and so part of that is just winning, you know, that battle with ourselves there, and then you know doing well, um, you know, in our scrimmages, and, and coaches doing their job to evaluate. Uh, we're in a much better position there. I think we did pretty well in our scrimmages last night. Uh, we have a lot of things to get better, but there's a, a lot of uh, good that we saw from Varsity and JV. I was actually pleasantly surprised with our JV for those guys being together for the first time. I think they did extremely well. We got a lot of good players good young players there, freshmen. And at the same time, I probably shouldn't have been surprised because the the, the bulk of them, probably out 15, 14 freshmen, uh, were here all summer, you know, working out and training together, didn't you know, didn't miss any days or too many, if any, at all. And and it showed last night. I said, I'm pleasantly surprised with that. And it goes you know, a long way with the future of our program and being consistent. Um, so, and then, so that's the first part, winning the offseason. Uh, second part, is our non-conference schedule. Uh, I think we got a, a compared, fairly competitive non-conference schedule. I think we have an opportunity to come out of that uh, with the 500 record at worst, uh, at best. And I think we could be 3-1 and one, uh, by the time we get the conference play. And um, you know, then the conference play is the third part uh, of our season. And, that, and there, I think, I know we, we won't be last in our conference this year. Um, we got picked to be six, which is understandable because they only go by what they think they know and what has historically been far of essential in the past. But yeah, I think we'll be, I know we'll be a lot better in conference this year. Um, and I look forward to us, uh, Texas finish somewhere in the middle of the pack and overall. And then our fourth uh, part of the season is the playoffs and over. And that's our overall team goal is to make the playoffs this year with a winning record, not just, you know, make the players just squeak in, you know, three and seven, anything like that, four and six. But I think we have a good opportunity if we keep trending the way that we are uh, and, and continue to just focus on doing the right, doing things the right way uh, that we can go into the playoffs with the winning record this year, which would be the first time, I think, since 2014, something like that. Well, Coach, good luck. We look forward to working with you and uh, talking with you next week before your game against North Johnston. And, uh 
Look forward to following Farmville Central Jaguar all season long here in the high school huddle. Absolutely. Thank you very much, uh, Morgan. Appreciate everything you do and go Jaguar. That is the head coach of Farmville Central, Coach Ron Cook, joining us here inside the huddle. Let's shift gears to another member of the Eastern Plains Conference, and that would be the Aiden Grifton Chargers. And the head coach of the Chargers is Coach Todd Leip, and Coach joins us now. And Coach, uh, first of all, let me go ahead and say this. Last year, 2021, 2-5, and 1-3, and three, and arguably the high school team that was hit the hardest in the whole United States had to be Aiden Grifton. I know you're glad the COVID year is over with. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad. I'm. I'm. I'm actually uh, quarantined right now. <laughs> no, you're not. Tell me, it's not so. Well, I've. Uh, in, in the end of May, I had surgery, and um, I had to miss some some spring ball. And then we went into camp. We went to uh, FCA camp at Mount Olive. I got sick, and I came back, and I tested negative. It must have been an upper respiratory, and. And um, and then I just I'm coming off of it today. I, I feel better than I felt in the last uh, three four days. I'm um, my quarantine's over uh, tomorrow. I'm hoping to be able to go to the uh, the scrimmage tomorrow at at Kinston. But yeah, um, I don't know, man. I, I uh, this is my second time officially. So, uh, but I think it might have had something to do with my surgery, kind of knocking my immune system down a little bit, but. Well, I can say I've had it three times. One, the first time it was about three years ago, and it knocked me for a loop. Or two years ago, and for about two weeks, and the next two times I've had it, it was like a three-day deal. So, hopefully, this will be the end of COVID for Coach Todd Leip and the Aiden Grifton Chargers. How about that? Hope so. Hope so. But yeah, uh, last year, uh, Coach Weiss, we shut down. Now, they're not planning on doing that this year. Uh, if, if, if you test positive, they're not shutting down the whole program, to my knowledge. What they're doing is just saying whoever is uh, positive is, you know, you got the five-day quarantine deal. Uh, but right now, um, we've, we've had a couple, and they've stayed away, mostly uh, freshmen. Um, but, but we had a couple during, during uh, the summer, too, that tested positive. So we're just kind of doing the best we can with it. Well, Coach, uh, let's talk about this year's team and some good things uh, for your Chargers squad. I know uh, last year we talked numbers were a big issue for your team. Uh, how is the, the the getting over the COVID status and the COVID years, have you seen a, a rise in numbers and things starting to get back to normal? Uh, starting to, trying to. Right now we've got uh, right at 40 in the whole program. Um you know, we probably wouldn't stop any freshmen from showing up at this point uh, or even school start trying to get them acclimated and, and bring them into the program. Uh, but, you know, our, our numbers are down. Our numbers is an issue. We're not the only team uh, who probably don't know if they're going to have a JV program right now. But, uh, you know, that that's, you know, it, it was trending in that way before COVID. And it seems like uh, it just kind of smacked everybody. So, uh, yeah, we're we're trying to find kids who want to play. That's for sure. Well, let's talk about your team. I know last year you you had some guys step up, go both ways for you. But let's talk about the Chargers this year on offense and uh, what can we expect? Uh, Some players and some names we'll be talking about each and every Friday night. 
Our, we got a quarterback returning, uh, Ashton Watkins. Uh, he was a sophomore last year. He's, uh, I think yesterday, I, I was not able to go to the scrimmage at Eatonton yesterday, uh, but I watched the film and he had some reports. He had a pretty good day throwing the ball. He had five or six touchdown passes. Uh, and that, that's with a skeleton, uh, not necessarily in team. But, um, so we, we're, we like our quarterback. Uh, we got a, a you know, a, a host of running backs, uh, two seniors and two sophomores. Uh, the two seniors, uh, Brandon Lancaster and Nick Hudson, uh, the physical runners. Uh, and we got a couple young guys that, that are, that should help us out. And, um, and one thing we got is, uh, we got three defensive ends slash tight end guys, and they're some of our best athletes. So, uh, we're hoping to do be able to do some things with that um, compared to just having skill guys. We're, we're, we're lacking in the number of skill guys and, and, and a few linemen right now. With the, the two tie, three tight ends and defensive ends, that uh, allows you to do a little bit more power and uh, move them around a little bit more, I, I'm sure. And uh, when, you're, when you're playing with 40 players on your roster and uh, you're looking at trying not to have to go two ways, we were talking with Coach Cook a few moments ago about that, uh, how do you position your players to still to get the most out of them each week but not wear them out when they have to go – offense defense every single play of the game yeah don't forget special teams over it, it it's uh it's a fine line and and you know i'm looking at film and um you know we're we're kind of standing around watching a little bit and you know it, it does play a role that you know you kind of got to save yourself maybe but um we just got to try to find some depth and and roll the guys best you can and um you know you don't want to go too hard from um uh, own them on practice because uh, you hate to lose somebody in practice. Uh, but uh, but if you don't, then then you kind of suffer the, the lack of physicality uh, that we watched a little bit on film too. So it's a fine line. Um, you know, we're just doing the best we can. We we got good kids. That's the one thing. We we got good kids, and 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 our coaches do a good job of of, of loving them up and coaching them and. And we also understand that, you know, we don't identify everything by just winning a football game. We, we, we're trying to, to make these guys uh, better better husbands, better fathers one day. So uh, I, I, I got to keep telling myself that, you know, I, I'm very competitive. But at the same point, um, I, I got to realize that, that that's our main thing. I can only coach what comes out there and what we get, and, and we do the best we can with them. Well, Coach, uh, good luck tomorrow night in Kinston, and uh, it's hard to believe the season opener will be next week. You'll be at home versus James Keenan, and we look forward to working with you again this year here inside the huddle. We appreciate your time this, uh, this evening. All right. Thank you so much. You have a good year, too. That's the head coach of the Aiden Grifton Chargers, Todd Life, joining us here inside the huddle. That about does it for quarter number one here tonight. My thanks to Tiebreakers for being our sponsor here in the first quarter. Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill. Catch all the NFL, all the college action all season long at their two locations on Smithwick Drive in Greenville and now on near the railroad tracks in Winterville. Go by and see Bram Anderson and his team at Tiebreakers, Winterville and Greenville. Coming up, second quarter, we'll be talking with Perry Owens from Washington High School. Also, Brian Bailey 
Bailey from Touchdown Friday. We'll get his thoughts on the upcoming season as well. I'm Morgan Aylers. The high school huddle rolls on right after this. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle as we kick off the second quarter. I'd like to thank our sponsor here in the second quarter, CD's Grill, located on Firetown Road in Winterville. Go by and see Lawrence Manning and his staff. If you want a great breakfast, CD's Grill is the place to go. They're open Monday through Saturday, and uh, one of the best breakfasts I think I've ever had. Eat there quite a bit. Go by and uh, see Lawrence Manning and his staff at CD's Grill. Also, great lunch specials, burgers, and much more. CD's Grill, located on Firetown Road in Winterville, our second quarter sponsor here of the high school huddle. The head coach of the Washington Pam Pack, Coach Perry Owens, joins us right now here inside the huddle in the second quarter. And Coach, good to be talking to you again when we do. We know it's football season, and last year your team finished 10-3, and 5-1. In conference play, went three games deep into the playoffs, had that heartbreaking 57-47 loss uh, to wind up your season. And what a season it was. I know uh, before we preview this upcoming year, let's talk about uh, last year. And uh, really had some gamers. You had Hayes Pippen quarterback, Terry Moore uh, at running back and the all-everything kind of guy. And talk about what that team means to you. Man, that's a special group of kids, uh, top to bottom. I mean, you you talk about the their accomplishments and the the individual things they achieved, but it was the way they impacted the teammates and the younger kids, and then you know all the way down to our youth league and our community, because they got it done not only on the field but in the classroom and in the weight room, and and you know they felt a tremendous pressure, uh, and especially guys like Ryan Spool and William Reed are playing at the next level. Um, on scholarship, and they, they felt the pressure of that Eastern Finals team. Well, what, how how can we get back? How can we get back and keep uh, Washington relevant? And they answered the bell. I mean, they took us as far as we could go. We were so young on defense. We had a, a disastrous second quarter versus uh, Northeastern, which allowed them to to keep really good distance from us. And anytime you're playing one of the most talented teams in the in the state, they're always in the conversation. You can't spot them a 21 point lead in the second quarter. That's going to get you beat. So um, they uh, they mean a lot to the to the, the community, the the high school, and, and our program. So um, that that team is very very special. Talking with Perry Owens, the head coach of the Washington Pan Pack. Coach, the Eastern Plains Conference preseason poll came out, and uh, your Pan Pack is uh, picked to finish first. So, obviously, what you did last year and what you've got coming up this year uh, really means a lot to a lot of different people. You had two J- undefeated JV teams the last two years. Those guys are now mature. They moved up to varsity. Talk a little bit about uh, what we can expect from those guys and uh, how camp has been so far this year. I mean, those guys are prepared. I mean, they. I'm, I'm trying to beat the drum with those guys that um, they are no longer in the shadows. It's their time to to make their uh, make their mark, kind of write their own chapter in this in their own book. And they've kind of they've kind of taken a big big swing at that. They've worked hard through camp. They've shown up all the time. We had great summer workout numbers August first when we actually got kicked off. I mean, we've had really good attendance. Last night we went and scrimmaged at the uh, Beaufort County Jamboree up there in Pine Town, and um, that was a lot of fun to to go against you know the the folks right down the road, north and south of us, and they do a great job on their staffs. And you know it was good to see the kids get out there and compete. I mean this group's got a lot of energy, a lot of size, uh, a lot of athleticism, but 
you know, they made some some young kid mistakes last night. So I'm I'm hoping we can just consistently get better week to week and lock in and you know, hopefully that preseason poll we can live up to the expectation. You know, last year we didn't we were voted number one and obviously we lost to a better West Craven team. So this year I think uh I think our emphasis is just on week one and getting ready for Pamlico and just taking it one week at a time because you know, this crew, you know, they hear it a lot. What are you going to do without, you know, Hayes, Terry, Ryan, and all those guys? And I think they're hungry just to take it one week at a time. So, um, you know, as, as flattering as it is, um, we have to meet the expectation, and our expectation is to compete for a conference championship. Well, when you talk about Hayes, you talk about Terry, you talk about Ryan, who are the guys that are going to be replacing them on Friday nights on the gridiron? I mean, you, you got to kind of work your way in and out. So the quarterback position, Chris Carter takes over. Chris Carter was an all-region DB last year, eight interceptions, very athletic, very smart, will run the option very well. I mean, he, he stepped in about three weeks ago. We had a change into the guard at that spot. and You know, he went out last night and, and ran the option really well. However, he, we got to get better in a little bit of the other stuff we're doing. Um, at the running back, you know, Gary Payne, you know, 6'4", 225 pounds, you know, defensive ends what he's going to play at the next level and where he's getting a lot of his looks. But he runs the ball for us and runs it really well. So he'll be kind of that uh, first, second down back. Josh Gordon's the most complete one. He, he's in that next running back category with us, and he can do everything. Um, he, he's a great young man, works hard, does what you ask him to do. So he's kind of the do-it-all. And then at the outside receivers, you know, with Ryan and uh, William going to St. Augustine, you know, we've got guys like Hunter Baldry that's going to step up, Desmond Corey Ward, who had a big night last night. So we're just – I don't want to say plug and play because they're different kids and a different team, but um, they understand the expectations and they're getting it done so far and we just got to continue to get better. And I'm excited for these kids to kind of have their chance because on the one hand, you know, those really good players that have come before us the last three years have gone on to the next level or gone on to that next adventure in life, but they've blazed that trail and that blueprint of show up, work hard, do right, get it done in all three areas, weight room, classroom, and on the field, and good things are going to happen. And um, these kids are next. These kids are in the thick of it. And the, the best part about these kids is I looked out last night. I mean, on defense, everything with a pulse is back um, other than one senior defensive tackle. And then offensively, we bring back the whole offensive line with these new backs, new quarterbacks, and new receivers. So we feel confident. We know we got a long way to go to get better, um, that's for sure. But we feel really confident that we can just kind of keep our head down and then just be who we are. Talking with Perry Owens from Washington High School, you open up uh, next week uh, in an away game at Pamlico County. And I know you're excited for that. But one of the things I've noticed uh, since you, you became the head man for the Pam Pack is uh, your community involvement and the the involvement with the community with your program because there's there's kind of a difference you know coach can go out there and uh, beat the drums in the community but if the community doesn't buy into it uh, it, it sort of goes all for naught but it's been a, a really really good relationship to see blossom over there and what they've done to uh, uh, your your complex and your weight room and that kind of thing talk a little bit about that. I mean, it's it, it's um it's the tale of two communities and two programs. You know, when I when I came here as an offensive coordinator, there was a great division in place between um the legendary coach Sawyer, who's now coaching in South Carolina, um that won a hundred games and went to a state championship here, and and his his exit obviously 
Coach Blank came behind him, and anytime you follow a legend like that, there's going to be some some you know bump in the road moments. And our community, you know, on the outside looking in, because I was a newcomer, it seemed divided. Well, over the last you know since 2019, kind of when I've been grabbing the steering wheel and holding on, um, you look at our situation and you're just like, man, our community's been first class. And I think our community with our with our parent meetings and our fundraising and you know, we've got two we're one of the only pro two A schools in the East with two weight rooms that are fully outfitted top to bottom thanks to the fundraising and the commitment by our community and Beaufort County schools. So now we can roll all eighty two players through a summer workout in, in a two hour span versus going multiple sessions and spending all day. But talking about the community, they figured this out really quick. I'm always gonna put the kids first in what we do. You know, when freshmen come in, I'm very hard on them. I want them to understand the standards and expectations or show up, work hard, do right. As they get older, they gain freedoms. They gain the ability to to then, you know, recommend play calls or sit down or come in a coach's meeting. And then they learn that I'm trying to put them in the best position uh, academically, athletically, and as a person. And I think parents and community feed on that because they realize it's about the kids being put in the best position. So when I'm going out, and I'm fundraising or I'm going out and, you know, trying to get businesses to buy signage. I'm not going, hey, I want this sweet new, you know, Nike pullover for all the coaches and $200 coaches' sideline shoes. I'm going, hey, our kids need pregame meals. We need an alternate set of uniforms, which we were able to get because we don't want to make our whites turn into, like, yellows by the uh, by the end of their third year. So we, I just really believe if you put the kids first, and continue to to build on the principles of show up, work hard, do right, where you're going to be in good position. And I, I just can't say enough good things. Like literally three days ago, um, our youth league got up with me, and they're doing some great things down there. And um, they called and said, Coach, can you hook us up with W's for our teams? And I said, absolutely. So we went and bought 200 pairs, one for each side of the helmet, for all of our youth league teams. So all of our youth league is going to have the W on their helmet, just like we're going to have the W on our helmet. There's uh, the the blue and the white and a little bit of the gray going on there. So I'm I couldn't be more thrilled. We are really really close to being that consistent winner in tier one or tier two of two A, which is where we belong. And it's exciting. I mean, I feel like we're really on the cusp of something here. We just got to keep pressing forward and and stay away from the injury bug and continue to do what we do. Well, Coach, we uh, look forward to working with you this this year and inside the huddle and look forward to following the Pam Pack as uh, hopefully you make a, a march into the playoffs once again this year. We appreciate it. Thank you for having us. That is the head coach of the Washington Pam Pack, Coach Perry Owens, joining us here inside the huddle. Now let's shift gears a little bit. Let's go to WNCT's sports director, and he is the host of Touchdown Friday, Coach Brian Bailey. I can call you Coach now because after 62 years of uh, being at Channel 9, you you deserve that title. You can like that, huh? Now I'm a, I'm a coach. I like that. I'll take it. Coach Brian Bailey joins us now, and uh, Double B. It's it's such a fun time of year when you're when you know the pads start coming on, and you know all the preseason workouts, and now you've got the scrimmages going on this week and next week, the first year or first week of the season, rather. It, it's such a fun time of year, and you guys do such a great job on Touchdown Friday. Wanted to have you on to preview this upcoming season and uh, also preview what you guys going to be doing on Touchdown Friday. Well, yeah, as you said, you know, it's a time of year you get a chance to see a lot of the coaches because, you know, once you get into the weeds of the season, 
you know, you only get to see them briefly before a game usually because we're after a game we're busy trying to put the show together. Uh, and sometimes we'll see them in an East Carolina game or something like that. But really in the summertime they have their media days. Uh, the Eastern Plains had theirs yesterday. The Big Carolina had theirs to start the week. Um, so you get a chance to see those guys, talk to them a little bit, get, get a feel for the season. And, and all of them work so hard. I mean, as you said, they go through – you know, conditioning, and then they go through seven-on-sevens in the summertime, and then you get a chance to go and see, you know, the guys in scrimmages and uh, jamborees, and, you know, it all it all culminates in opening night, August the 19th, and that'll be our season debut for Touchdown Friday. We've got a couple of new things planned. We've got a brand-new open that I think people are going to really like. Something that, that I've always really thought is very important how you start your show and we've got some uh, some computer animations that we got done and some other things, and I think it looks really sharp, so I think people will like that. And, you know, we, we've got the only half-hour show around. I mean, there aren't many in the state, but we start at 11.05, and we go to 11.35. We're very fortunate. The folks at Channel 9 think enough of us to give us an entire half an hour, and so we'll be doing that. Um, when East Carolina goes on the road, finally in October, uh, I'll get a chance to go on the road with them, and Ken Watlington and Garrett Short will take over as far as the host role goes whenever I'm on the road, and I'll get a chance to interview Coach Houston one on one when they get to the game site. So that'll be part of our show as well. So we've got some things that everybody doesn't have, which is uh, you know fortunate for us, and we're looking forward to a big year. You know, this is a a, a type of year that you know sometimes seasons come around, and there might be one or two teams that. Uh, you know, might look heads heads above other teams in the different leagues. And this year, though, it seems to me there's a lot more high school football talent spread out this year. I mean, there there's some there's some teams that have some really special players on their teams, and uh, teams that might not have that superstar, but they're they're deep about everywhere with really good talent. So it's going to be a really fun year to follow. Yeah, and you think about some of the, you know, just this week with the Big Carolina having theirs and the Eastern Plains having their media days. I mean, there's some really good football teams in those two leagues, and and they play against one another. I mean, I don't think anybody in the Big Carolina wants to play Washington or West Craven, but they're going, you know, they're going to because West Craven has big rivalries with Havelock and Newburn, uh, so those are huge games. And then they get into the conference, and and as you said, it's just so much talent spread out, and there's some really really good football teams and. Uh, even even some of the teams that aren't picked, you know, in the Big Carolina, I think Conley was picked fifth, but every one of those coaches said, you know, we don't look forward to playing Conley because they always play his stuff and they, you know, they they win their share of games and every year Nate Connor pulls an upset or two and, you know, so I, I saw uh, Conley last night against Tarboro and and both teams look look pretty good. I mean, Tarboro, the defending state one A champs, the only Eastern team to win a state championship last year, and they looked in midseason form with that Tarboro T, those magicians back there in the offensive backfield, so they're ready to go. But it's just, yeah, as you said, a lot of talent around Eastern North Carolina. Well, Brian, we appreciate it. We look forward to working with you again this year inside the huddle and always look forward to watching Touchdown Friday. It's uh, a a tradition in Eastern North Carolina, followed it for years, and uh, you do such a great job. You should be very, very proud. Remember, every day counts, but Friday night matters. Touchdown.
Touchdown Friday, August 19th. Brian Bailey joining us here inside the huddle, the host of Touchdown Friday, WNCT Sports Director. Uh, look, look forward to working with him all year long, and uh, it's going to be such a fun season, and we look forward to bringing it to you each and every Friday night. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors, Tiebreakers, Angus Grill, Greenville Auto World, and CD's Grill, CD's Grill on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Go by and check out for a delicious breakfast Monday through Friday and serving up lunch monday through friday as well with some great lunch specials coming up in the third quarter we're going to be talking south central football also jh rose football and we'll do that right after this is the high school huddle rolls on right next you're listening to the high school huddle now back to the show welcome back inside the high school huddle here our yearly preview show the upcoming high school football season i'm morgan aylers like to thank all of our sponsors again tiebreakers cd's grill green Velado world and angus grill angus grill three locations in greenville one in wilmington go by and see jeff kwan and his staff they're over by the hospital pit community college and in the quad area of downtown greenville uh, make sure you check them out they've got some great selection of handcrafted hand patty burgers steak sandwiches and much much more and also a delicious selection of ice cold beer on tap that is the angus grill one of our sponsors here of the high school huddle joining us here inside the third quarter of the high school huddle is the new head coach of the south central falcons head coach kendrick parker he joins us and coach first off congratulations on your uh, new role as the head coach out at South Central, you've been very familiar with the program under uh, Coach Two for uh, a few years now. But now you're the guy that gets all the the credit and all the blame. <laughs> That's right. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, and uh, thank you for uh, for the accolades. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, honored and privileged to be a part of the South Central program as the head coach. Um, something I've been dreaming of for a long time. Coming back home, uh, really from Pitt County, to come back here and be a head coach here and it's excited uh, to get things underway um the guys are excited and just you know what I'm saying that's it's ready to go when you're uh, taking over a football program like south central i mean last year wasn't the kind of year that that you and the, all the falcon nation really wanted to have but uh you've taken over this program and uh building it up you've got the numbers now things sort of getting back to normal for you and your your program over there as far as numbers of players and uh guys starting to come off those covid years you know like any other schools in the area you know kobe here our uh enrollment hard as far as people coming out for football but as you also say you know these are getting quote unquote back to normal as far as numbers are concerned. Uh, right now we're in the mid to upper 90s. Sometimes some days we hit even at 100 uh, kids uh, any given day. Um, but yeah, things are getting back to normal um, as far as uh, enrollment is concerned. As far as um, the players' attitudes concerned, we had a rough year last year, but you know we learned from our mistakes and we vowed to do whatever we have to do day in day out to make sure that one of these seasons doesn't happen again. So they got to learn from what from from what what happened last year. Um, about day in, day out in the weight room uh, on the practice field. Does it get better and better every day? The goal is always to go 1-0 every Friday night, but we have to go 1-0 every day in practice as well. Well, let's talk about that. When you you, you got the 
uh, notification that you're now the head man at South Central. Obviously, uh, you've been there for for some six, five, six years, and uh, you knew what the 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 mantra was prior to that. But as a new head coach, you're coming in, putting your own stamp on the program. Talk about some of the changes that you're you're trying to get instilled in your Falcon players and uh, the the whole mindset of the South Central community. Yes, sir. Uh, wild thing for our program is brick by brick, meaning that we're going to plan on building this program one step at a time. Uh, understand that every rip, every drill, every meeting, every time we're together, everything counts. And we know we understand that if we conquer the small things and the big things will, will fall into place. We have rededicating to ourselves to the weight room, knowing that we, especially in our conference when there is no select team, you know, we have to get bigger, faster, stronger just to compete uh, in our conference. So we made a dedication to ourselves in the weight room, uh, also in film study, understanding how to watch film, how to watch tendencies, not just look at film, look at the big plays or the big touchdowns and things of that nature. So just becoming a student of the game will, will make us a better uh, fit to be competing on Friday nights. So that's what we're trying to instill with these players, um, not just, you know, just, just uh, the big touchdowns and, and stuff like that, but it's the little things that, that can equal up to big success on Friday nights. Talk, talking with South Central head coach Kendrick Parker and coach preseason uh, scrimmage is going on right now this week and then next week you're going to be opening up uh, at, at Kinston. Uh, you got a tough preseason schedule. You talk, you open up at Kinston. Uh, West Craven will be at home. Then you go to Washington. Tough game. And then you play Willow Springs up in uh, from uh, Fuquay Varina area before conference play. Talk about your players offensively, defensively. Some names we'll be hearing each and every Friday night. Uh, yes, sir. Well, going back to our schedule, like I said, I mentioned before the conference schedule, as you mentioned, again, even our non-conference schedule has really good competition, great players, great coaches, traditionally um, uh, playoff teams. So we're welcoming that, that schedule as well. Um, but as far as our team is concerned, um, we have a good core group of guys who've seen the highs and lows of South Central football. And our senior class have taken these underclassmen under their wing to make sure that things are done the proper way. And I and I'm give all the accolades and praise to them, even from since the springtime and throughout the summer. It's been great leaders and setting expectation for our program. But some names to watch for us uh, for this coming up season uh, with our captain uh, Saquon Waters, who's a running back, wide receiver, a uh, little quarterback, cornerback, uh, free safety, whatever's needed. Um, he's taking his team under his wing, and we go as he goes. Um, he's a very explosive player. McClough uh, in the four three eight range as far as his speed is concerned. Um, first one in, last one out type of player. And we're excited for us to see what could happen for him. Uh, we also have a couple of interior linemen that we're excited about. Uh, Devon Smith, um, who is a defensive end, also offensive lineman, uh, being recruited to play uh, linebacker at the next level, one of the strongest kids on our team. One of those kids that leads by example, not really a, a vocal kid, but now that he's a senior, he's becoming more vocal and taking ownership of this, of this team. Um, another lineman we have is uh, Shamar Webb, who also actually has more uh, varsity starts than anybody else on our team. He only had one game off with JV of his freshman year. Ever since then, he's been on varsity. Um, another kid's been heavily recruited by a lot of Division One, Division Two schools because of his frame. Um, great pad level, great student of the game. And, you know, it's like Saquon, he, as he goes, uh, we go. Um, but other guys to, to look forward to this year is our quarterback, Lucas Kuparaki, uh wide receiver, Brock Meacham, um, wide receiver, Daniel McNair, just name a few. But, you know, whenever you name guys, you all leave a few out. So as a core, 
No, we have a very strong core, and we're just looking forward to the competition coming up uh, starting that Friday night when we travel to Kenton. Well, Coach, we look forward to uh, working with you this year. Excited for what's going to be happening with South Central football. We appreciate you being on our preview show, and uh, we'll be touching base with you again next Friday night as the season kicks off. All right, sounds great. Go Falcons. That is the head coach of the South Central Falcons, first-year head coach Kendrick Parker, now shifting gears, heading across town to the head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampits, Coach Will Bland, entering his third year as the head coach. And uh, Coach, I know last year, what a year you guys had, 11-5, and 5-1 and one of the conference, made that deep run into the playoffs. And uh, let's if we can it's the first time we've had a talk uh, a chance to talk since then uh let's go back and look at that year what a magical year you guys had yeah i thought we did a great especially how we came out at the beginning you know we had such high expectation coming into the season as we going 61 the year before uh we thought we had a really good team really good chance to make a deep deep playoff run as well as be hopefully just have about one or two losses as we went on but you know we started off at 0 and 3 had some tough losses in the beginning, these were very good programs, and then uh, had to find a way to right the ship and get the kids focused. And then, as we got them refocused, we started making that run and um, was able to uh, continue that run throughout the playoffs. You know, this year it's uh, a year that, and I've asked uh, uh, all the the coaches the same thing. How has the coming out of the COVID years affected your program, numbers wise, uh, participation wise, that kind of thing? Uh, I think it actually helped us out a little bit as far as number-wise. Right now, I'm sitting with 115 kids that are out here. Um, I think it actually probably rejuvenated us um, with all the coaches' changes and that, you know, we supposed to start back in 2020 in um, August, but we we had to push it back until the fall, so that allowed me to recruit the hallways more and get some of these kids that normally don't play football out here. And um, that, that, that just has paid dividends because now we got – a lot of kids that are excited about the program, the community is excited, and um, I'm excited about um, the future of this program. Well, let's talk about it. Uh, you've had all offseason to work with these guys and develop it, and that's the advantage of being in your third year. Now, you, you this is your program. You've got guys that have come up in middle school. You've been able to recruit the programs in middle school, bring them into your JV program, your varsity program. Talk a little bit about the development of some of the young guys we talked about two years ago uh, as incoming freshmen. Now they're junior seniors, and uh, they're the guys that are going to be counted on to make uh, the rampant season a success. That's right, and the, and the, the blessing about it is I, I fortunately have been able to be here. I've been here since 08, so I've been in charge of the JV teams. I've seen these kids come up through Pot Warner, the Pit, um, Tennessee, I mean, the Pit um, Titans. I've seen some of the power kids come up. So they know me. They know what to expect. They know that I'm a caring individual. I'm going to make sure that we get them make sure that they're safe while they're out here playing for me and just show them as much love as they need because, you know, sometimes with some of the kids that we deal with, they don't get a lot of that at home. So, you know, I want to make sure I can bring some of that father figure into their lives also. But um, you got to count on some of them guys. And the thing is, they, they, they've been watching this program continue to be great as they grow up. So it's not hard to say, guys, we got to do this. We want to be great for them to jump on board. And they have done a great job. And the, the sky's the limit for the guys that's coming up. 
this conference that you have is in the big Carolina conference is a brutal conference to say the least when you're looking at uh, some of the teams in it like Havelock and uh, you know Jacksonville Conley you guys uh, South Central it's it's tough and you've got a tough conference schedule a preseason schedule as well when you're looking at it uh, you got your preseason going on right now then you've got uh, opening up next week you've got Hunt Cleveland Northeastern and then you uh, has th- uh, Southwest Onslow on your schedule and those are four games that will really test your team and getting uh, them uh, more battle tested prior to conference play right and and i thought that was a big um, thing that we needed to uh, once we figure out we were going to the conference that we needed to be battle tested against some of the good football teams that are out there you know cleveland um i think last the year before went to the state championship game where they lost um, you know, Eastern was always in the state championship game, so we wanted to put our guys against some great competition. Hunt, who had a great season last year, um, was able to give us our first loss, and then we thought we um, went out there and uh, laid some goose eggs, but, you know, we learned a lot from that game also so to be able to turn things around. So I think the kids are actually more focused this year. They know where they want to go. Um, they taste it. Um, being in the state championship, and they, they want to go back. So they're a lot more focused and a lot more hungry right now. Let's talk about some of the players we'll be uh, talking about this year. and uh, Let's start uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Everybody wants to talk about offense, but let's talk about the defensive side of the ball for your Rampants. Uh, what are some guys that we're going to be hearing about, and uh, how, how excited are you about the Rampant defense? I'm very excited. Um, this group is fast, and, um, you know, we return, I think I want to say we return six of the 11 starters that played in that state championship game. And then of the guys that played, it was, um, I think it's like nine that actually played in the game. So uh, our defense is pretty good. Coming back, they're very fast. Uh, I think we're led by um, A.J. Farmer, who is our do-it-all um, defense end that's um, going to open up a lot of eyes um, because he's able to bull rush. He's able to maneuver. He's such an athletic kid. Um, also, and then we got some Gardner. We got our two D tackles back from last year, and Blunt and um, AG um, Burns. And then our linebacker, we have replaced both of them. So we got Henry Walter, who played a lot last year for us, and we're also doing it by committee with Kareem Jenkins, Jordan Daniels, and then we picked up a transfer from um, Kinston, Malcolm Jenkins. Well, Coach, offensively, uh, you guys always do uh, some really creative things with the football on, on the offensive side of the ball, and I expect this year will be no different. No, especially when you got your quarterback coming back, and, you, and that's always a blessing. When I got a 3,300-yard 3, passer coming back who played the whole season and threw for 3,300 3, yards and 34 touchdowns, uh, you know the sky's the limit. He done done a great job this offseason preparing himself, getting better. Um, all our receivers are coming back. Uh, so far, two, um, Jaden Grimes and Montez Green, they left with graduation, but the receiving core is pretty good. Um, he led by Katie Gaddis, Landon Richards, Jackson Lathan, Malachi Keys, who was a um, basketball player last year. Um, so we stay big things out in them. And then on off the line, off the line is great. Um, we had to replace um, Vinny Mills. Uh, he left the program, but, you know, we've got some guys that are going to step up and, Feel that board that he left, and he's a great player for us, and wish him the best where he at. Um, then we, and then the running back, we got to replace the running back. Both the running backs last year was good. We also we picked up a big time running back um, from 
John Paul with Justin Biggs, um, he has been exceptional. So uh, his name is going to be called a lot. He's probably going to be one of the highly rated recruits as it's all said and done. And then um, Jamari McC- um, Carmichael is coming from South Central where he set out last year due to an injury. So our offense, I think, is, to say the least, we reloaded. And uh, I think that we're going to put on another good show this year. Well, Coach, we look forward to working with you. You are uh, always so fun to have on the air and uh, look forward to working with you this year and following the Rampants and uh, hopefully make a, a deep run to the playoffs. We thank you and look forward to talking to you next week before week number one gets here. I appreciate it. I always like talking to you. It's, it's always fun talking to you. That is the head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampants. Coach Will Bland joining us here inside the huddle. Wraps up the third quarter here tonight. Brought to you by Angus Grill. The Angus Grill three locations in Greenville. One in Wilmington. Jeff Kwan, his staff, they do such a great job. Go by and check them out. Handcrafted burgers, handcrafted sides, and ice cold beer on tap. What a great experience at the Angus Grill. Three locations in Greenville. One in Wilmington. Coming up, we will kick off the fourth quarter of the show. We'll be talking with uh, D.H. Conley, head coach Nate Connor. Get his take on the D.H. Conley Vikings in the upcoming season. Of course, you can catch all the D.H. Conley action each and every Friday night starting next week on our Friday night game of the week. I'm Morgan Aylers. The high school huddle rolls on right after this. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle here on a Friday night. I'm Morgan Aylers. Thanks so much for joining us. We are previewing the upcoming 2022 football season for high school football. And I've been talking to some great coaches. Talked with Brian Bailey earlier. We're going to be talking with Nate Connor here in just a few moments. And I'd like to thank again all of our sponsors, Tiebreaker, CD's Grill, Angus Grill, and Greenville Auto World. Tim Sutton, Jamie Rogers uh, do such a great job over there. They're located on uh, Highway 43 in the Bells Fork area. You can't miss them. They've got a great selection of uh, previously owned cars, trucks, and vans. High quality. Their service department second to none. And go by, especially if you've got a diesel truck they've got diesel truck specialists a lot of people will change your oil that kind of thing but at greenville auto world their diesel truck specialists do so much more goodbye and check call them today also check them out online at greenvilleautoworld.net again tell them that you heard it right here on the high school huddle each Friday night this year, you'll be able to listen to the Pirate Radio Game of the Week featuring D.H. Conley football. And the head coach of the Vikings joins us right now, Coach Nate Connor. And Coach, uh, good time of year. You guys had a scrimmage early in the week against Tarboro. This week, you're on the road again. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the preseason camp for your Vikings. How's it been going? And uh, what's uh, some surprises that you might not have expected that are coming into uh, the last week of the preseason? Hey, Morgan, it's great to be back on here, and uh, it's an exciting time of year when we're talking. And, you know, I'm really proud of what our boys have done so far in camp. I think our commitment level and our energy level um, has been exactly what you'd want to see this time of year going into to some, to some scrimmages. And this is a week where we figure out things, a little bit about who we are. You know, we work so long in non-contact situations in the summertime and everything else where we're trying to put plays in and, and, and scheme and we have to, but we never know how it's all going to quite hit when you're going against a different opponent come to play. And that's what's exciting about this week. And I'm proud of the way our boys have been focused to details and come out and executed so far. 
Let's, uh, if we can, Coach, talk about some of these uh, players. We we know we obviously know the name Crumpler uh, with Carlos Crumpler Senior, Junior, Algie. Now, younger brother Isaiah on your team. He's it's hard to believe he's already a junior. Yes, sir. He is, a, and he is. He's made such an impact already as a freshman. You know, in that COVID spring, and then last year as a sophomore. So we got two quick years out of him. Um, but now, man, it's it's really flown by and. He, he just does such a fantastic job in everything we do, whether it's defense, offense, the weight room, the classroom, you know, when we're out in the community, he is a great representation of our team and our program, and he's a special football player. We're excited about to watch him this season. Let's talk about uh, the other uh, pieces around uh, your offense right now. You're a very offensive-minded coach, obviously. We've known you for a long time. and uh, Talk about the, the players we'll be hearing on Friday nights when we hear the game of the week. I think another playmaker you're going to hear a lot about is a young man who played a lot last year as a tight end and a receiver for us is Cooper Markham. He's a very dynamic athlete, too. He's a great basketball player. Um, he helped lead our basketball team to a conference championship last year, and um, that translates right over the football field. And he, he makes some, He's got phenomenal hands. He's a big-body kid that plays physically. Uh, he's great in the blocking game, but he's also great in the receiving game. He's a real threat out there and just a a hard guy to deal with, and we're excited about seeing what he can do. A guy that's really stepped up this summer as well and really done some special things. Who fought a little bit of the injury bug last year, didn't get him until late in the year, um, is Jai McCuller. He's going to be a senior for us, does a lot of stuff on the defensive side of the ball, but he's a he's a uh, very twitchy athlete and, and can make some things happen, can really run, and we're excited about trying to get the ball in his hands as well. When, you, when you're talking about uh, your team, one of the 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 things that has been impressive over the years you've got uh, coach matt taylor and some of the other coaches there but your, your line play that you've got defensive line offensive line and this year's no exception you guys got some uh, really good cogs there of course uh bryce weaver going to be the uh, young man that's committed to east carolina is going to lead the way talk a little bit about what he means to your program and the other linemen that are uh, going to be stepping up this year well, th- those guys are the unsung heroes of our team and our program, uh, and I think a lot all great teams, they kind of are. If you have great offensive line and defensive line play and you can control the line of scrimmages, you've got a chance to really be a great football team. And when we've had our best teams, we've been really dominant in those areas. Um, and-, and Bryce is no exception. He is a truly special player. He's kind of the heartbeat of that group. He- he's got a great personality that everybody gravitates to. He's really taken the next steps you'd like to see an athlete take that has desire to be a college football with his work ethic, with his commitment in the weight room, with his play on the field, the way he practices. And I think he leads by example with that. Um, and he's a great player. But we got some other pieces. Benny Mills is another great offensive tackle who's doing a fantastic job. Caleb Bess is a returning center uh, who played a lot as a sophomore last year. We're really excited about his athleticism and toughness. And a lot of those guys play D-line. Um, and we've got some guys that flip over the defensive line, too, that make some plays. Um, and so we have to be smart with how we rotate them. Um, it's hard to take us because they hit somebody on every play and they get tired and, you know, they're bigger guys. But, but they, as we go, we will go as both sides of the football go on uh, offense and defense. 
defensive line scrimmage. Sorry. We're talking with uh, Coach Nate Connor, the head coach of the D.H. Conley Vikings. And Coach, uh, you know, you talk about the line. I can remember when Holton played out there. Some of his best friends were the linemen. They they called themselves the Buffet Boys because they like to hit Golden Corral and the different buffets in town and would basically try to put them out of business. And, uh, you know, the the training that that you guys put them through at D.H. Conley, and I know all schools have their own training regiments, but uh, I've seen it firsthand. You guys do such a great job in the weight room and summer conditions and uh, bringing in the numbers of players. You've got a good feeder programs uh, throughout the area. Talk a little bit about the numbers that you've had in the conditioning and training so far this year. It's been fantastic. You know, through a COVID year last year, we were a little down and it was a little discouraging. Um, and we had some other things that factored in that. It wasn't all COVID. And I'm not trying to blame the place to blame there, but our boys have done a great job. We have a great senior class this year and our boys have done a fantastic job of you know, committing and setting that. And then we've got some new guys come out uh, within the school building that, that have bought into the way our guys work and have committed. And then we have a great uh, freshman contingent coming over from, from Hope Middle School, from Chicago, from Whitfield, um, that all transfer into our school and our feeder programs. And, and they had great middle school year, and, and we're very excited about what we've got going there. So we've got over 100 young men in our program right now, um, and that's fantastic for where we want to be at and we're, they, they, but they commit themselves. This is not just show up on August 1st. Um, and, and let's figure this thing out. They've been committed. Our boys that are returning players have been committed the whole off season through winter conditioning and, and running and lifting. And then our, our rising ninth graders have been here all summer with us and, and leading into August. And now it's fun to finally play some games. Well, Coach, uh, one of the mantras of your tenure as the head coach, you've always tried to play non-conference games that that really sharpen the, your team for the conference play and you're the big carolina conference we talked about it with coach parker and coach bland is no joke when you go week to week in that conference and uh your your uh non-conference schedule this year is laney Cary, northern nash and durham jordan so again uh actually excuse me let me go back to that give me just a second here I pushed the wrong button on what I was looking at, but there we go. Uh, looking at your schedule now, it, again, it starts on next Friday. You've got uh, um, you've got Laney, Cary, Cleveland, and then Northern Nash. Excuse me on that one. But, uh, again, very hard and very tough non-conference schedule. Yes, and that's exactly the way we want it. Uh, it's, it's not to just come out of this. Obviously, confidence is a big thing you want to have come out of your non-conference. But what we want to have come out of our non-conference is an idea who we are as a football team, what we do well, areas where we need to try to build weaknesses and expose and figure all those things out by the time conference play comes around. And by the opponents we play, we feel we really get that. Um, and they, they do a, they're very respectful programs. Laney is coached by Luke Little, who's a fantastic football coach, and they have a great program, and he's doing a great job there. Kerry has a rich tradition, um, and, they, you know, the team out of the triangle, we, we feel like we get to challenge ourselves with a triangle team and the numbers they have and everything else. Cleveland is a perennial power in eastern North Carolina now. Very easily could have played for the state championship last year in 4A. They, they ran into a great game against Cardinal Gibbons, who was our straight state champion in 4A, and just a phenomenal program. And then Northern Nash was a number one seed in 3A. And uh, 
So we feel we figure out a lot about who we are and because we got to bring it every week in our conference between Havelock, Newburn, Rose, Jacksonville, South Central, and, and Northside. Well, Coach, good luck tonight in the scrimmage, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next week as you open up uh, again on the road against Laney in our Pirate Radio Game of the Week and look forward to working with you all season long. Thanks a lot, Morgan. It's a pleasure, and go Vikings. SDH Conley head coach Nate Connor joining us here inside the huddle on a Friday night. And that about does it for the fourth quarter. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors once again, Tiebreaker, CD's Grill, Angus Grill, and Greenville Auto World. Greenville Auto World sponsoring the fourth quarter of the show. Go by and check them out online at greenvilleautoworld.net for service, sales, and much more. Jim Rogers, Tim Sutton, they do a great job and tell them you heard it right here inside the huddle. My thanks to Wes Hines for producing the show this week. I'm Morgan Aylers. Next week, see week number one of the high school football season. We'll talk about it then. Have a great week, everybody. You've been listening to the High School Huddle, brought to you by Angus Grill, Tiebreakers, Seared Chop House, and Greenville Auto World. Tune in next week for the latest in high school football news, right here on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.